Welcome everyone to the Uppy and Stash Show. This is our weekly NFL show. We're up to championship weekend. And I'm actually really excited right now because if you've been tuning in, I've been by myself lately. And today, I'm not by myself. I have my brother from another mother, Dill Spears, joining us this morning. So good morning, Dill. How are you? I'm doing good, Uppy. How are you? I'm awake. <laughs> I'm awake. This is what happens. Um, we were going to record Friday night, but... Or you never met him, but Dirty Dan got held up at work, so Friday night didn't happen. So here I am by myself again. But um, be nice to get different uh, viewpoints and different arguments this week, other than just hearing me. So sure, sure. So uh, we got a few minutes because we only had two games to discuss. Um, anything exciting going on in the Idiotville world? Uh, well, it's snowing like crazy here in northwestern Pennsylvania. Um, cold, wet. Yesterday, uh, there was so much ice on the ground that the the police in the city said, "If you don't have to go out, don't go out." Wow. Like if you don't, if it's not absolutely vital for you to be somewhere, uh, just stay in because. I, and I didn't even know it was icy, and I opened the door and let my dog out, and he skidded across the driveway like Bambi. So, oh, geez. Yeah. Jeez. So there was, uh, I-90 was shut down in two places. Um, it was uh, between Fairview and Girard, PA, which is only you know, like three or four miles, but that's still, mm -hmm. you know, a, a, a decent amount of space. And then uh, it was closed from uh, exit 45 to the New York border, which is... I think five or six miles because there was a 15-car pileup. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. so it's basically the only thing that's been going on here is the weather, which, as usual for Erie, has sucked. <laughs> um, if I understand correctly, you guys had a green Christmas? Is that true? We did. Or we did. It, it's, uh, it's fairly normal for us to, to have you know, milder winters in December. And then mm -hmm. it gets real bad in January. Um, this year's been this year's been okay. We haven't really gotten blasted. We've had some cold days and, and stuff like that. But the other night, I took the dog out at eleven o'clock at night, and I was in uh, shorts and flip flops. So, <laughs> uh, if you don't like the weather, just wait a minute; it'll change. Right, right. I think when you have the ability ability to do that, you're actually warmer than we were out here. Like, I think I actually distinctly remember our weather. Our weather was colder during that time. Yeah, but. yeah. Well, I remember when you guys came to visit, and and Mrs. Uppy was like, "I, I don't know if I want to go." Because <laughs> That's true story. It, it doesn't make any sense. The weather is so confusing. If it was that cold and no snow, I probably would still be in the doghouse for that one. Yeah, like the snow saved my butt, and little Uppy saved my butt on that one. <laughs> had had they never seen snow before um my daughter hadn't it was her first time oh that's awesome right what a perfect night for it <laughs> what it was she, a nice didn't it she was say a it's nice raining snow, snow? she oh. said it was raining snow yep <laughs> it was awesome <laughs> so uh i'm gonna assume we're gonna be editing here pretty soon because uh, generally idiotville drops on sundays is that next thing or future after this podcast? Yeah, actually, as soon as we're done recording here, uh, I got to run out to the store and get a few things, and then 
Uh, I'm going to come down in the basement and hunker down and record. And I, uh, I don't have a lot else to do. Uh, Mrs. Spears had said that she might want to come down and pop her head in while we're recording, but I don't think that that's going to happen because there's mm-hmm. too many stairs for her to navigate. Right. We're not going to be on that long. Um, <laughs> and then I may or may not go out and watch the Titans game with Steve Castle. Uh, depends on how I feel. Gotcha. Yeah. So how about you? Um. Well, after this, um, probably by about, probably about the time that we get done, my daughter's going to wake up, so then I'm in dad mode, but um, she's three and a half now, so it's a little bit easier. I can kind of just get her set up with a cup of milk and some cartoons and kind of doze off on the couch for a while. Yeah. So I'm going to try to do that, but if not, it's wait until noon for that Titans game. And um, since we brought it up, how about um, – because most of our listeners – well – most of our listeners probably fall into two categories. They're either you guys that are Idiotville, or they probably don't listen to Idiotville. So I know you guys already threw up your predictions on your website. But yeah. um, why don't you go ahead and start us off. What are your thoughts on uh, what's going to happen with KC and Tennessee today? Well, I got a lot of thoughts about, about Kansas City, and they mostly boil down to their offense is incredible. Their defense is good enough. I don't know if their defense is championship caliber. But what they have to worry about is Andy Reid's predilection for just making the wrong call at the wrong time. He mm-hmm. is just I, – I think he's one in – like one in six in title games or one in seven in title games. Something like that. And, yeah. and he just – like he never, ever makes the right decision in a championship game. And it, it's going to kill him. You know, and that's um, – then, then I look at I look at Tennessee and I see this incredible role they're on. Can they can they keep it up? Can they just keep feeding the ball to Derrick Henry and having him run people over? Or, you know, what's going to happen if Kansas City gets out to a big lead? Because I know uh, I know oh god damn it um, I know that that Tannehill is not the most efficient passer in the league and what happens if they have to abandon the running game and just start mm-hmm. throwing it down the field because they're down 24 to nothing or you know it's it's you're down by two or three scores so right i kind of i kind of wonder if if tennessee what happens to tennessee's running game if they face some adversity right because they're, they're almost like baltimore in that way where they're built to get that lead on you, then kind of run you down, run you to death, and just milk the clock and milk their lead. But I imagine if they get down by 10 or 14 points, they're not necessarily built to try to catch up on you if you're out in front. Because if I recall correctly, Tannehill has probably, what, a grand total of 170 passing yards in two games? Yeah, like, it was not a lot. It was like 85 one week and 95 the next or something crazy like exactly. that. Exactly. Well, and, and if I can, I pulled up ESPN's uh, matchup predictor. Mm-hmm. And the matchup predictor has uh, Kansas City with a 75.1% chance of winning the game. Um, I think that's a little high. Yeah. Um, because let's, let's face facts. At this point... Uh, Tannehill has more career playoff wins 
than Pat Mahomes does. Mm -hmm. Or as many. I think Mahomes has two career playoff wins, and right. Tannehill has that many this year. So, you know, let, let's not say, oh, Kansas City is the be-all, end-all, but I, I, I said in our, our little thing, and I'm going to throw in a plug, uh, idiotvillepodcast.com, uh, the latest uh, dropped yesterday uh, where we have everybody's Super Bowl predictions and, and uh, who's going to be in it. Um, in this one, I basically think I, I want Tennessee to win because I want somebody's team to win the Super Bowl. And if that happens, um, you know, <laughs> Steve's a, a Titans fan. Marty Balake is a 49ers fan and Ted Brogan's a Packers fan. So if any, if the Titans win, we're guaranteed to have somebody in Idiotville have a Super Bowl champion. So I'm rooting for the Titans in this one. Um, Kansas City should win just because their offense is so good. And I think Kansas City will win uh, at like 20 to 17 maybe. Yeah, I was kind of in the same boat where, I mean, up to this point you've you kind of already helped take away all the points I needed to address um, as far as Andy Reid's, as, as you would put it so eloquently, Andy Reid's ability to step on his own dick when it's most important. But Oh, every time. I do think it's going to be super close like that, like 24-21 or 21-20. I, I think it's going to be a hell of a football game. Um, I would not be surprised at all if Tennessee wins, but I also think that it's okay if they lose. No offense, Steve. Like, I love you, and I've been happy to support them because, let's face it, Tennessee has probably won themselves a lot of bandwagon fans the last two weeks. Um, anyone who takes down the Patriots is a hero. Um, you and I are both fans of the AFC North, so anyone who takes down Baltimore is a hero. So they gained a lot of respect just in the last two weeks. But oh, I... <laughs> <laughs> Every Steelers fan in the country is rooting for Tennessee after they beat New England and Baltimore in consecutive weeks. Right. That's like a Steelers fan's wet dream. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where you're going to catch yourself like five years from now thinking, well, as long as they're not playing the Steelers, I hope the Titans win because they were awesome that one year. Like, Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but I don't know. I just have a feeling their, their magic ride kind of stops today, but. Um, they're not getting blown out or anything, but I think I think Kansas City. I think that talent's good enough to kind of overcome um, their coach's inability to coach in big games. So I'm gonna say like 21, 20, Kansas City. Like real, real close. Um, let me. I'm, I'm just taking a look right now. I'm trying to find Andy Reid's uh, record in uh, championship games. Um, let's see. 0-1, 0-2, 0-3, 1-3, 1-4, 1-5, 1-6, 1-7, 1-8, 1-9, 1-10, 1-11, 1-12, 1-13, 1-14, 1-15, 1-16, 1-17, 1-18, 1-19, 1-20, 1-21, 1-22, 1-23, 
spectacularly failed to perform on the biggest mm-hmm. stage. But man, he's so awesome at getting you there, though. Like he, I mean, if you if you want a playoff team, he'll find a way to get your team in the playoffs. But damn, he's this generation's Marty Schottenheimer, mm, Bob Stoops. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, so uh, <clears throat> go ahead. I don't remember what I was going to ask you. <laughs> Fell out of my head. Well, if you think of it at any time, feel free to interrupt or just go way out of context with it. So, um, so our second and last game for today, uh, we got Green Bay coming back to San Francisco. Um, one of the most expensive tickets in football. Um, now, this game, I think... So just to rewind, I, I do think Tennessee Kansas City has already happened once this year, and Tennessee won. Yeah. Um. So this game is also a repeat. Um, Green Bay came into San Francisco earlier this year, and I say San Francisco loosely because let's face it, we all know that stadium is in Santa Clara. It's not anywhere near the city of San Francisco. You know they're gonna be showing the Bay Bridge like a thousand times and all the nice. How things. far is that away? Um. I never driven between the two cities, but honestly, they're probably about forty miles a- apart. And I imagine if traffic was real bad on the one hundred and one, it'd probably take you at least an hour to get up there. Um, maybe two if it's terrible. But um, that stadium was built in the parking lot of an amusement park, so it's also really? a little bit of a clusterfuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I know there was a uh, WrestleMania there a few years ago. I want to say it was 20, 2015, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. And uh, it, it made for a really cool-looking show, but mm-hmm. um, that that's about my only experience with uh, with that stadium. Um, I, I, I went back and looked. Uh, the Packers played... Uh, in San Francisco on November 24th, so yeah. uh, the weekend before Thanksgiving, and the 49ers won the game 37-8. to um, And it wasn't even really, uh, from what I can see, it wasn't even really that close. Um, it was 30 to nothing before the Packers scored. Um, so, no, I'm sorry, it was, yeah. Yeah, it, it was boring as all hell. Um, that was one of those nights where we actually had some friends, because I believe it was Sunday night football that week, and we had some friends over, we barbecued, and before we knew it, it was one of those things where it was less about the football game more than more just about talking, because the Packers could not do anything on that defense. They were not running the, I mean, they just couldn't move the ball at all, and it was quite boring, but I don't expect today to be anything like that san francisco but i'm not sure what the spread is but i'm pretty confident in the niners yeah i could see them covering that um, um i i if if i can um green bay has not yeah. lost since that game they've sure. won uh one two three four five regular season games uh and their playoff game um so they've they've won six in a row and San Francisco, since that game, since the last time they played, um, is, uh, let's see, they are only one, 
they are four and two, including their playoff win. But they lost that. Uh, they lost that game to Baltimore. Then uh, they had that spectacular game against New Orleans. That was that was I think the best game of the year until the uh, Kansas City Houston game last week. Um, the uh, they then they turn around and they lost to the Falcons. Uh, then they beat the Rams. Then they beat the Seahawks on the last day of the season, and then uh, they just absolutely throttled the Vikings last week. So, oh. yeah, they get their defense back. Um, that's one of those things that um, amazed me the most was when that defense was healthy. If you remember earlier in the year, like they were lights out. Like, it didn't matter that the secondary sucked because you didn't have time to throw the ball anyways. And then D. Ford and Alexander went down, and all of a sudden everything was a burn burner. And they so they showed you that they, they can win two ways if they had to because all of a sudden they were, like, boat racing people. And But those games, I mean, thankfully I'm not a Niners fan because um, it's probably a lot like the cardiac kids back in the 80s. Like, everything was always down to the last second, whoever had the ball last, those kind of things. But they won both yeah, ways. They... So. I think the thing that 49ers need to be aware of is Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks that's ever played the game. Um, and if they blitz him too much, he's going to tear him apart. You know, he, he the ball is out of his hands so fast. Um, I, but then I look at the rest mm-hmm. of the offense and it's like, who do they have? They have Devontae Adams. Is that who I'm thinking of? Yep, you're right. There's so yeah. many Dev- so many Devontes. Um, Devontae Adams, who is uh, – he's good. He's not great. He would get the superstar development trait on Madden and not the X-factor development trait. You know <laughs> what I mean? Um, right. And then uh, their running back is Aaron Jones. And the 49ers absolutely just stopped Dalvin Cook last week. Mm. To the tune of, I think it was Eight. nine carries for 18 yards mm. or something like that. And Aaron Jones is no Dalvin Cook. Like, Aaron Jones is, he benefits from having a really good quarterback mm-hmm. and a decent play action game. But I just, I, I got to go opposite of what you think. I think this is going to be another blowout. I think the 49ers are going to win this game. God, if I had to put a score on it, I would say like, like thirty-one to fourteen. Like, and I don't even really feel like it's going to be that close. I I think in our article I said twenty-seven seventeen. Mm-hmm. But the more I look at the Forty ers defense, the more I think there is no way that the Packers are going to put up seventeen points. Um, I kind of hope I'm wrong. I kind of hope it's a shootout, but. I just think San Francisco's defense is too good. Yeah. Um, I'm going to co-sign all that because, believe me, nothing would make me happier than to have a score like 31-14. Um, <laughs> anyone anyone who listens to this show with some decent regular regularity knows that my wife is a Niners fan. So it's going to be a big deal. We're, you know, we're barbecuing a little bit later on today. We'll have the game on, the jer- our jerseys on, those kind of things. So 
having a game that's not that tense would be nice. You know, save save all of those heart attacks and mini strokes for the Super Bowl if possible. But um, yeah, because I I just don't know. I mean, Mike Pettin's defense out there in Green Bay has been hot and cold. Like one week they can stifle you and shut you down and look like world beaters, but then the next week, you know, he can't do anything right. So yeah, I, I just think that Green Bay did it this year with smoke and mirrors. I I really do. I don't think that they were. Uh, I don't think that they were as good as thirteen and three. Um, I mean, they 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 won a really good division. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the only truly bad team in that division is Detroit. Correct. Um, Chicago Chicago's decent. Minnesota obviously made the playoffs, so. Um, that thirteen and three, but if you if you go back and look at what Green Bay did, it's a lot of um, inept offenses that they played <laughs> throughout the year. Like um, they beat Chicago ten to three, um, and I, I'm I'm looking at some of these. Um, you know, we get uh, they beat. Chicago, Minnesota, Denver, lost to Philadelphia, then Dallas, Detroit, Oakland, they beat Kansas City, lost to the rain, or I'm sorry, lost to the Chargers, <laughs> and yeah, who knows, um, then beat Carolina, then lost to the 49ers, then won out uh, Giants, Redskins, Bears, Vikings, Lions, so I mean, if you look, that stretch where they beat where they won five in a row, it was the Giants, the Redskins, and the Lions all all in that little mix. So, mm. you know, I, I don't know about their schedule because it, it, it just wasn't – it wasn't strong enough for me to, to really believe in the Packers. But then all year long I was saying the 49ers haven't beaten anybody. And I said to uh, Marty Balake um, – you know who who have the 49ers beaten and their their schedule is if you look at it, what they start 10 and 0 i want to say it was 10 and 0 yeah yeah they were their their schedule was hold on one second something's going to play up so if you look at the if you look at the 49ers um they, they did not have the world's most difficult schedule either. No. Um, they beat Tampa, Cincinnati. They beat Pittsburgh in uh, in Mason Rudolph's first start. Um, then they beat Cleveland. They annihilated Cleveland. <laughs> that was during that. Big money to see that. So yeah. <laughs> oh my! Were you at that game? Yeah, we we were at that game. That was the. Oh, oh! I thought you. Oh, that was that was in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're probably the only Browns fan in the building. Oh no, it was there was a decent amount of orange there. Um, really? There's not as many Browns fans as Steelers fans, but believe me, there's a ton of Browns fans. Yeah, I. God bless you guys for sticking with that that team. <laughs> but. Um, if you look, it, it, it's all I can say. God bless you. Um, and then it was, uh, they beat the 
Browns, Rams, Redskins in what was probably the worst game of the year. Mm-hmm. That nine nothing game. Yeah. Oh, that was a giant um, slip and slide out there. Oh yeah. And then the next week they put up fifty one on Carolina. Um lost their first game two weeks later to Seattle in overtime. And then um like they started they started eight no and went five and three down the stretch. Um they lo- absolutely lost uh two games I thought they would. I thought they'd lose to Seattle. Mm-hmm. I thought they'd lose to Baltimore. Um, I also thought they'd lose to New Orleans, but they didn't. But then they made up for that by losing to Atlanta. So. Right. <laughs> oh, and that was their worst that, loss. And that was, what, seven points, right? And then six yeah, of it came on. Yeah. So that actually truly was a one-point loss. Um, yeah. Sorry, 29-22. Yeah. I need new glasses. <laughs> but, but <coughs> yeah, they, they lost three games by a total of – 13 points mm-hmm. um, but uh, that that Atlanta game killed me because we were in a uh, in a knockout pool oh, no. and we got all the way to that game and I got knocked yeah. out because uh, we took San Francisco because we hadn't used him yet that and, it, and not a person in this planet blames you for taking that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think Atlanta had won one game at that point. Yeah, crazy. And, uh, it just pissed me off. <laughs> I was so mad. It cost me 150 bucks. I wanted to send. I wanted to send a bill to uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and be like, "You just cost me 150 bucks." You should have. I mean, he has plenty of money. Sure, he does. Um, <laughs> how is he as a quarterback? I haven't really seen a lot of him. <clears throat> My assessment and it's probably unfair. Is I, I think he works because of. Is Kyle Shanahan's system. Um, I'm not sure if you remember, because um, you know you're focused on the Steelers being an awesome team and all. But for one year, the Browns actually had Kyle Shanahan as their offensive coordinator, and um, Kyle Shanahan's system made a winner out of Brian Hoyer. Like at one point in that season, we were seven and four, and leading the AFC North. And then that's when all the sh- shit hit the fan, and we went seven and nine. But that year, everything actually looked like a competent offense, and it was Kyle Shanahan's offense. So, I think Jimmy G succeeds mostly because that he he's blessed to have a system like that. Um, <clears throat> I don't. I think outside of that, he'd probably still be an above average quarterback. But at least when we were there in San Francisco for that Monday night game. Um, he had a lot of open guys, and even then, like, his throws were a bit late, I, I felt. And I'm not a huge evaluator in such things. Like, when um, we were out your way and we went to the Bills game, um, I remember after the game, Big D was with us, and he's a huge Bills fan. And he was saying, yeah, Josh Allen's like a half-second late on all of his throws. And I'm like, I don't got an eye for things like that. But... Um, <clears throat> I think when Jimmy G's contract comes up, so I think his contract is like ninety something million dollars. No one's gonna sit there and say that was a waste of money, but I think it's mostly his system and not his actual talent and ability. But the dude wins. He's like twenty two and five as a starter, so 
Who am I yeah, to say? And when, when Tom Brady was winning games early for the Patriots, everybody was saying, oh, he's a system quarterback. Uh, you know, Joe Montana was a system quarterback. You know what? Joe Montana won four Super Bowls mm-hmm. in that system. Right. You have to play in the system you're in. You can't mm-hmm. say, oh, you know, if he's if he's a good fit, you don't say, oh, he's a system running back or, or you know, oh, he's a system offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. No, it's only the quarterbacks that get that. Um, so I, I think that you, you can say, yeah, he's a system quarterback. Good. You know, he 22 and five as a starter. Mm-hmm. That's spectacular. At least he hasn't torn his ACL again. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, oh, so, I think that's probably uh, the best thing that happened to them. I think last year was the best thing that happened to the Niners. They brought yeah. um, that Bosa guy. I always get him mixed up. I think they have Joey Bosa. So yeah, yeah. And what's his brother's name? Chris. Nick. Steve. There's three of them, right? Ed? There's three Bosa brothers. Yeah. I think you might be thinking of the Watts. All right. Well, there's. there's well, then if there's just two Bosas, it's Joey and Nick. And Nick plays down in L.A. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's. I mean, there might be another one. But it, it's like uh, like Derek Watt. Yeah, nobody <laughs> remembers Derek Watt. No. No. So, um, speaking of not wasting contracts or, or you know overpaying on contracts, I was on uh, Steelers Twitter. Mm-hmm. Is just the absolute worst. Like, I don't follow other teams on Twitter mm-hmm. uh, just because Steelers Twitter is bad enough. But people were still saying that the Minka Fitzpatrick trade for Pittsburgh is going to kill them in the long run because they should be drafting a new quarterback this year. And I'm like, you think you think maybe that we got one of the best safeties in football a year after we wanted to get him? It, and we weren't going to get a good quarterback in this draft anyway. But what? let's say, let's play devil's advocate. Let's say you don't get him and you go like 4-12. and 12. And you're picking like six. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, obviously you're not getting Burrow, but you know. I, I mean, they're they're Miami. I guess has their heart set on Tua, mm-hmm. and then there's Burrow, and then I mean, who's who's next? Jalen Hurts. Did he come out? Oh, I think so because I think he was already like it was like. Yeah, I think he's done. I think he has to go to the NFL now. What about that kid from Oregon, Herbert? I do not trust Pac-12 quarterbacks. (laughs) I just don't. I don't trust Pac-12 quarterbacks. I don't trust Big 12 quarterbacks. Name me the last Big 12 quarterback that's done anything. You got me there. I was hoping you were going to say Pac-12 because I at least named one. Aaron Rodgers? Oh, right then, too. Andrew Luck. But oh yeah, well I mean Luck didn't really do anything. He never he never he never won a conference championship. Um, I I I always thought Luck was a little bit overrated. Um, I watched I watched I watched him play live in Pittsburgh a couple years ago Mm -hmm. when uh, when Roethlisberger had a huge game and Luck just couldn't keep up. Like he just didn't have the horses. But Mm -hmm. I mean if you're if you're gonna say Okay, Luck and Aaron Rodgers out of the Pac-12, that's fine. Who, who out of the who out of the Big Twelve? Like, I can't. Andy Dalton. 
I mean, well, he wasn't. That wasn't even Big Twelve back when he played. I don't think TCU was even a Big Twelve school at that time. So, I I think you're right. Um, so that, probably, that was probably God, like Mountain I mean, West a, or something. At <laughs> yeah, AAC or um, I no. I I've been trying. I I can't think of a Big Twelve. I mean. The closest, Vince, probably Vince. Sam Darnold. Not Sam Darnold. That was that Sam. Gosh, he Bradford? played for Oklahoma. Sam Bradford, Bradford, yeah, Bradford, but he never did. He was like mediocre at best. But yeah, I mean, it, it's the the Big Twelve is so overrated for quarterbacks, and people are like, "Oh, we'll take these college quarterbacks and put them into the NFL," mm-hmm. and it doesn't work because they're just. The quality of defense in the pa- in the Big Twelve is just not there for you to have a good gauge of how good a quarterback mm-hmm. is. So, I mean, you could you could say that about a lot of conferences, but I think true the Big Twelve definitely. Oh, Big Twelve, uh, Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes. Well, I. I... <laughs> Duh. I forgot about Texas Tech. <laughs> But man, that's that's one. I don't know. That's like generational thing, though. I, and I, I'm not. I might throw out my opinions, but I'll be honest. I'm one of those people who never has any idea who might or might not work out. Because the last sure thing I was sure of was Andrew Luck. But he's he was like the last prototypical tall white dude in the pocket taking the ball under center. Like yeah. I would have sat there and said, I'm not sure about Deshaun Watson, but Deshaun Watson is actually decent, but I would have been unsure of him because he doesn't look like your prototypical quarterback. And I would say the same thing about Lamar Jackson, but I'm pretty sure in a couple of years his legs are going to fall off anyways. It's it's that way with all those guys who run. I mean, if you look at, at Cordell Stewart, Kaepernick, Vince Young, one leg injury and you're done. Mm-hmm. And Cordell Stewart obviously had – uh, many many other issues like his inability to throw the ball to people on his own team <laughs> but oh uh, um can i tell a funny story yeah okay um we used to play the cordell stewart drinking game we would go to this bar in edinburgh where i lived uh called uncle charlie's and we it was a bar and a restaurant and we would we would sit at a table and we would watch the steelers on the big screen and anytime Cordell Stewart threw an interception, we would do a shot. But one time they were playing, I don't know, I want to say it was like Jacksonville in the late 90s. And Cordell Stewart threw like three picks in the first half. <laughs> we were hammered. Um, and then in the second half, they're coming back and he throws it. And this might be two different games. They're coming back and he throws an interception and there's this church group comes in after after church and and sits down for a big meal and you know they all order pizzas and everything and Cordo Stewart throws this interception and I just go at the top of my lungs I go Jesus fucking Christ Cordell <laughs> like the top of my lungs right everybody in this church group just turns and looks at me and I'm like what did you see that throw like it was so so bad the owner the owner, i knew the owner of the bar and he's like hey maybe don't yell stuff like that at the top of your lungs i was like did you see it dave did you see his throw he's like i saw it maybe maybe don't swear at the top of your lungs 
was like, whatever. Well, well, Cordell obviously doesn't care about my liver. I mean, no cirrhosis because of him. (laughs) I'm all jaundiced. (laughs) Oh, dear Lord. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Well, we're going to see. Yes, it's going to be about that time. It's at 10.15 Eastern, uh, 7.15 Pacific. As she said that correctly, thank goodness. Um, I'm sober, that helps. Um, <laughs> but, so, um, you all heard it here first. Um, if it's going to be Kansas City, San Francisco, you heard it from us first. So, don't forget to give us credit. And um, I want to thank you, Dill, for taking the time to jump on today. Um, My pleasure. Um, I will say, for the record, I think I've said this before, but honestly, um, if anyone listening is not aware, go back in our backlog to a show titled um, Nice to Meet You, Till Spears. To this day, that was probably still, I think, one of our best podcasts we did was when you joined us. Well, I'm, I'm happy that I could contribute. Yeah, so, <clears throat> unfortunately, with time change, the time differences, it's hard to get you guys on more often, but I'm, I'm always thinking of ways to try to make it work out so as soon as we can get you back on love to have you yeah hit me up you know you you know that you know the digits absolutely and um uh can we um so all right so you posted on twitter so one last thing to derail us from signing off um so you got the care package i sent I did. um is it gonna be why used did they name beer? their does it have a beer it, site it's here? gonna be used yes yeah, sorry to cut you off. Yes, no, go for it. Um, it's going to be used for a beer segment. I just have a question. Sure. Why did they name that beer the Rapist? Um, well, you fit right in. Um, <laughs> that that is a common <laughs> that is a common thing where like you talk beer to people because you know out, we don't got much out here. You know, um, much of my part of California is all agriculture, and. Yeah. So Dust Bowl is like a huge thing. Even if you're not from Turlock, you know, people talk about it. People know about it. And that's the common thing where it's like, hey, they would like, hey, what's your beer? You'd be like the therapist. And there's always someone who says, oh, the rapist. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> that's a common thing. So kudos to you for uh, saying that. Um, Thank you. That is one of the ones where, um, as you know, I'm pretty heavily involved with my union. And I get to travel quite often to do stuff, and I've made a lot of friends along the way. And when we get together and do stuff, I always bring local beer with me. Um, and that's one of the ones where people all up, all up and down the state um, agree on that the therapist is just a damn good beer. So if it's anything less than good for you, then we're going to blame it on the fact that maybe it didn't travel well. Because sometimes beer does not travel well, but... Um, the biggest beer snob that I know in my life, and of course, if you don't, well, I know you do understand, but if a listener doesn't understand, calling someone a beer snob is a compliment. Um, like, you know, you, you have Marty Blanque on your side. He seems like a pretty big beer snob. He just knows, he knows more about beer than anyone I've ever met. <laughs> right. So my, my, my Marty Blanque at work, you know, he, he, he's very adamant that, you know, the rapist <laughs> is an award-winning beer. Um, I know all my friends who love beer all up and down the state think it's amazing. So as long as you have a palate for that kind of beer, you should love it. 
So yeah, absolutely. And the one thing hey, look last... who's come to join us. What's that? Oh. No, no, M- Mrs. Spears is in the doorway, but she doesn't want to poke her head in because she doesn't want to be on camera. Cause no, she, she's still in her PJs. But say hi, baby. Hi. Hi, Mrs. Spears, not Brittany. Let's see a dog. No, you will not be dog, on. Abraham, too. So. You can see him? Oh, yeah, there he goes. <laughs> he There's his like asshole. <laughs> yes, he's a very happy pup. Um, so, 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 yes, and then the Confused Therapist is basically that same beer. They somehow made it hazy, took all the bite out of it, but kept all the alcohol content. That's um, awesome. So I hope, hope you guys definitely enjoy. And I finally got some stickers out your way. So make sure um, Brent gets one. Um I will. I'll make sure. Uh, I'll make sure the guys all get them. Awesome. And Thank uh, you. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna crack one of those open today, and then I'm gonna try the other one. Uh, we'll, we'll take them for the beer segment. Nice. On, uh, when we record on Wednesday. So. Well, I'm glad I sent you two of each. Me too. <laughs> awesome. So, and then definitely a huge shout out to. Um, so actually, what started me actually getting off my butt and doing that was uh, Steve was with us, and he said, "Oh, I'll send you some laveries." And some yeah. beer koozies, because you guys had those awesome new beer koozies. So yes. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to let him do us a favor and not do one back. So shout out to Steve. Absolutely. Yeah, I will. Uh, I, I love that Steve took the initiative to do the beer koozies. Um, and I'm I'm really excited that um, there there's Mrs. Spears. <laughs> Um, and, uh, the, what did he, did he send you Dulacon? Uh, he hasn't, I think he's going to do it now that he's got his new phone. He's finally going to do it. Cause I think that's where the, our addresses were, was in his old phone that got stolen. Um, he yeah. said Dulacon, oh, so I think pissed. when we talked to him, he said that they had a really nice red ale. Yeah, they do. They have a really, really good red ale. I don't know if they still have it. Um, they may have they may have sold out of it. I'm, I'd have to I'll have to go back and check. Okay, because I just know it's like, hey, just anything else that they might can or bottle, send that to you. That way we can just do a whole episode. So absolutely, I, I there you will you will have nothing from them that is not absolutely awesome. Good, good. So, um, so. we've reached our conclusion for this morning. Um, Dill, Take the time you need. If you have any final thoughts or want to plug some other things you do in your life, go for it. Uh, take your time. No, this is. Um, you can you can uh, check out Idiotville Podcast at idiotvillepodcast.com. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, at Dill underscore Spears, um, and you can follow or you can uh, you can get the Idiotville Podcast SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher. Apple Podcasts, um, I'm sure there's some that I'm missing, but those are those are the big ones. Most of our downloads come from Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud, nice. so uh, that's where we can be found. Um, this week coming up on Monday, um, we had uh, we had Brent's cousin, who we refer to as La Prima, <laughs> La Prima de Brent. Um, she uh, she she was bad. on. No, she's not, but we needed a good name for her, and we couldn't think of one. Nice. So um, she's she's thinking about starting her own podcast, so we had her on. Nice. Um, and we, we went through some uh, we went through some, some local Erie stuff, and we did our, our picks for the championship game, uh, which are actually going to be loaded after the games are over because uh, that's 
you know, that's how we roll here mm-hmm. in Erie. Um, so uh, that that's really about it for us. Um, check out our uh, check out our podcast every Sunday night. Nice, yeah. Um, I encourage everyone listening to do that. You, you know, after the game's over tonight, before you go to bed, take that hour, you know, forty five minutes to an hour, and make them part of your routine. Because I, I can say personally that um, your show is always a part of my Monday. Mondays suck. Don't like going back to work, but that is that is one of those few things that gets me excited about going back to work on Mondays. You know, at least I have Idiotville. So thank you for taking away one hour of sucktitude out of my life. Hey, anything <laughs> I can do to help to make uh, to make Monday not suck so much for you? Okay. Well, uh, thanks again for jumping on with me this morning, keeping me from having to talk to myself again. I love you forever for that, and um, <laughs> um, hopefully we get to have you soon and. Um, Especially if we end up with Tennessee, San Francisco, we have to do some sort of bigger Super Bowl type yeah, we'll, show. Absolutely, we'll get uh, we'll get uh, Marty Balake and Steve Castle on so we can finalize the bet. I want the I want the winner of that one to have to get a tattoo of the losers or the uh, the winner of the the loser has to get a tattoo of the winner's team's logo. That's fair. Yeah. I wouldn't make that bet, but that's fair. <laughs> if it's somebody else having to do it. Yeah, <clears throat> they, they seem both confident enough to go through with it. I think it, it would be so worth it to watch Steve Castle have to get a Forty ers logo tattooed on his arm, oh, on awesome. his hip. You'd have to make that part <laughs> of your YouTube channel. Oh, that'd be the first thing we ever loaded on a YouTube channel. Nice. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you so much. Um, enjoy the games today, and uh, look forward to seeing your show pop up in my uh, Apple Podcast later. So. Have an awesome day. Hope you and Brittany, not Mrs. Not Spears, Brittany. not Brittany. Yes. <laughs> Don't have to say that for a living, so it's a little bit more difficult. Yeah. Um, I got you. So I uh, hope you both enjoy your Sundays, enjoy the games, just enjoy your time together. Uh, we will. Thank you so much. Awesome. You too. All right. Have a good one, Dale. Right. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye.
the crowd of spectators to the sound of the voice of the 